1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. I am your host, Frank LaRosa, and I am joined again by the Vice President of Elite Consulting Partners, Stacey Frank. Welcome again.
0: Thank you. Happy to be back. Hey,
1: everybody. So today, uh, first of all, if you're new to the show, thank you and welcome. We hope that the show is informative for you. Uh, We try to keep these um, long enough to be able to have some good content, but short enough so that um, we don't become a distraction and uh, all of us type A people tend to have short <laughs> attention spans. So uh, we try to keep them uh, fairly brief. Um, and if you're listening to us on Apple, iTunes, or Spotify, or whatever, um, don't forget that we have a YouTube channel so you can go check us out at uh, Advisor Talk with Frank La Rosa on YouTube. Uh, you can also check out some of our stuff on my Instagram account which is franklarosa.elite. Um, so check me out there and obviously Stacy on LinkedIn, me on LinkedIn and go to our website which is eliteconsultingpartners.com. Anyway, Today, we wanted to talk a little bit about um, chasing the shiny object, right? Um, what so, does that even mean? Yeah, what does that even mean? So what does that mean? What does that mean?
0: <laughs> it means, uh, well, in my world, um, not being um, drawn or clogged or mistaken to make a decision about something where you don't really know the facts. Um, don't always act on emotion, Following, you know, the red dress, the shiny object, the the best thing um, in today's world, um, really do your due diligence uh, and be careful of not believing the wrong people.
1: Right. Um, the re- red dress uh, analogy is uh, is uh, is an Alex Ramos-y. uh Well, it's really it's really a Matrix thing. But Alex Ramose uses the red dress as a form of distraction. Right. Don't be distracted by the red dress. Focus on the things that are most important to you and your business, um, not not the noise. Um, and I think that what we have found over the, over the years, and you know, I guess as a former branch manager, I'll say that I was maybe some of that noise because um, I was a good I was a good salesperson or I was a good recruiter, right? And I could tell a really good story. And I guess maybe I'm not part of that circle because I actually tell, told a good story and, and, and followed up with what story I said. Sell. Right? Stories right. are important. Uh, but what we find with advisors that are going through a recruiting process, and is that they may be looking at multiple firms. And they're falling in, lo- I'm saying falling in love, but they're being, being enamored. enamored. There you go. See, that's why we work so well together, Great. right? That was not planned. <laughs> no. um, um, so they're 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 enamored by a manager that's a really good salesperson, right? They're they're putting on a good show, but the content behind what they have maybe isn't as good as the other as the other alternative firm. And what we try to do is. Per- not protect well. Protect you. Protect your client um, from from fall falling in love with that shiny object. When the reality is, it's not the best firm. It's just between the two managers that you're talking to. Manager A is just a better sales guy or gal than Manager B, where Manager B is maybe more sort of matter of fact. Um, here's the here's our here's our deal. Here's our structure. This is how this this is how the firm works. Selling the 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 values of the firm and not A story that you know may or may not be followed through on.
0: Yeah, and actions speak a lot louder than words. Everybody can talk the talk, everybody can say, We're going to, um, here's what I will do for you if you join our firm. But take a much deeper dive, a much deeper look. Try to um, steer away from you know anybody dangling a carrot just to sway you to make a decision in one way or another. That's what we're here for to help you uncover, to realize what's fact. What's just words, and who does it well, and who doesn't?
1: Yeah, what's fact and what's fiction? Um, I used, as a as a former manager, I used to compete against uh, in in um, in a marketplace that I was a manager in, against another manager that would just basically tell the advisors whatever they wanted to hear, right? Just to get into, um, just to get them to sign, um, you know. And I would say no to things sometimes, right? Like, no, you can't have three assistants, like. You know, like you know, you're you're doing a million dollars. You can't have three assistants because then I would have to give three assistants to my to my corner office guys that are doing four or five million dollars. So just being, you know, being honest there. um But it's also, I always say, sort of chase the shiny object. If you're if we're talking about independent advisors, right? One of the shiny objects out there is oh, it's a ninety-five percent payout or a hundred percent payout. I'm going to go chase that rat, a rabbit, chase that rabbit because. I can be an RIA and get 100% payout. Not really. Like, yes, it might be 100% you know, payout on the revenue, but then there's all sorts of costs involved there. And don't so don't get distracted by whether it's a firm, a recruiter, your buddy, right? Your buddy that just went to a firm. Um, we we had, to, had that situation recently where um, an advisor left one firm, went to another firm, and um, was telling our clients, how great the new firm was. I'm like, well, of course they're telling you they're great. He just put seven figures in his checking account, right? They're the best things in sliced bread right now. Right. Um, yeah. and I and and they started to go down this rabbit hole to a firm that from the outset I knew wasn't the right place for them to be, right? And they went through the process, whatever. Um, and ultimately their decision was not, not to go to that firm for all the reasons I said, they wasn't going to be a good fit for them.
0: Well, and no two practices are the same. Just because you have a colleague that you've known for 25 years and you're both successful financial advisors, just because firm A, W-2, or independent is right for them, it doesn't mean that it's right for you. We treat every advisor unique. Um, all of your practices are unique. All of your clients are unique. There's To us, there's no two that are the same. On the surface, they might be the same, but everybody's, visions and goals and how they work with their clients and what's important to them is different. So the last thing we want to do is put anybody into a box and, and group everybody, oh, these people go to this firm. It's such a much more individually customized discussion that we, that we try to have with you.
1: Yeah, and I don't want to say that we, try, we take the emotion out of it because there's some level of emotion that plays a part, right? You, Definitely. You, you want to feel, feel which for type A people is maybe uncomfortable, but you wanna feel connected to the firm and the people that you're gonna be working with, right? But you have to learn how to separate at some point emotion from facts, right? Uh, we were we were working with a firm, um, it was a, a practice run by, it was an all female practice. They were phenomenal, multimillion dollar team. And she kept saying, um, I feel like she had, kept having those conversations. We could tell that she liked one firm over the other, but she was still she was still fighting the emotional side of it, right? Because the other firm, I'll call it Firm B, um, was putting the hard press on her, right? Coming at her with more, coming at her more money and all this other stuff. And what we basically had to get on a phone call with her, and and I, and I basically just said to her, "Well, what is your what does your gut tell you? How do you feel?" About one from or another. And she says, Well, I feel firm, I feel like firm A is where I want to be. And and I said, Well, then that's where you should go.
0: Right. And let's see what we can do to help you get there. Let's see where there's wiggle room to maybe make you feel more welcomed, accommodated. Um yeah, that, that's just, where we and, and, right. And so
1: it's a little bit of a dance and and where we see advisors get into trouble not get into trouble, but they make their lives more complicated. Make than they a need decision
0: to be. for not the right, genuine reason. That's what we're right. trying to make them,
1: right. help you them know, to figure when, out. When you're going through a process, you need to be okay. Sometimes firms will not say yes right out of the gate on something. A, a, really a good manager will not just say yes to everything uh, and then say, well, let me go check on it, right? A good manager will say, let me, let me look into it before I give you a commitment Right, that we're going to put in writing. Let me go check on it. And what I've seen happen is, you're talking to somebody and they're yes, yes, oh, we'll do that. We'll give you that. Oh, we, you can totally do that, right? And behind the scenes, they're they're going, oh, shit. I hope I can do those things, right? Right,
0: like don't let that be a deal breaker. Don't let your, right. your the way we give you a a payout. In certain way that you're not happy with, don't let that be the deal breaker. Even though that's what we do with all of our advisors, right. that's where we come in to say because mm, they know they can't, they might not be it. able to do it.
1: Meanwhile, then you go six months in, <laughs> right? Right, and all of a sudden they come back to you, and they're, what they're hoping is that in the eleventh hour, right, that you've sort of made your commitment to them and you've emotionally committed to that firm. Like in the eleventh hour, they come back to you and say, oh, well, "You know, I, I know I said we can do this, we can't." But you know, listen, you're already committed, you're already down the road. We'll work through it. That's what they're hoping,
0: right? Or maybe try to find it, find the solution somewhere else. Yeah. So I can't do it with the payout, but I can do it with these other things. But in reality, that's not what you wanted in the first place. So right. that's where we can come in, sort of play good cop and bad cop. Yeah. And hey, look, you.
1: maybe that's the solution, right? right like, right. um. You know, as a as a manager, I was a former manager. Um, that's what I had the ability to do. I had the ability to control my P and L, so I could I could add extra marketing money. I could do some things above and beyond the deal. Be creative, right? Yeah. But those things were discussed ahead of time, right? And so you want to make sure that you are um, again, you're following the right you know the right shiny object, right? Um, and You've never, you know, most people have that we talk to, maybe they've, maybe, maybe they've moved once, but it was years ago. Um, this is what we do every single day. We talk to dozens and dozens, I mean, dozens, thousands. right, thousands, dozens, thousands of advisors. We talk to firms all the time. We talk to different branch managers. We, we talk to different branch managers at, in different parts of the country that structure deals differently for their advisors. And so we're able to sort of unify those things because you might be working with a local manager that isn't as connected to, to, um, you know, I'll I'll say New York, but connected to the headquarters, right? Or maybe isn't as aggressive a recruiter than some of the other managers at that firm. So they might not know how aggressive they can be on a deal or, or the things that they can do. And we can come back to, not just you, but we come back to the manager and say, hey, John, you know, I was working with Bill on the on the East Coast, and we just did a deal that had this, this, and this in, in the components in the deal. Can you do something like that? And, he'll, and they'll be like, "Well, that's interesting. Let me go check." And that's that's how we that's how we do things. But um, it's it's just really important that uh, you have some level of guidance and this this message, this red flag of don't don't chase a shi- shiny object. It's really about doing your homework, using the facts. Um, uh, you know, not, not all ninety percent payouts are created equally, right? Sounds great, ninety percent, ninety-five percent. Wow, that's amazing. I'm at forty percent now, right?
0: Right. Sometimes ninety can be better than ninety-five, and so we we have the right. tools to show you where that where that comes from. What does that look like?
1: Right. Like we we work with two different we work with two different firms, and one one firm comes in, and, and they're both good firms. But uh, one firm comes in, and they're in they're in the nineties, right? That's their starting payout but then there's some admin fees and different things that are involved. It gets you down to a certain number. You know, I'll just call it, uh, you know, 80 ish percent. We work with another firm, another large firm, and they've simplified it. And they'll say to you, you're
0: at 80%. But everything's bundled together. Everything's bundled.
1: And the problem that we run into sometimes with our clients is they, they, they hear the initial offer of 80% and they go, yeah, but that other firm's at 92%. Right. Right. So why would I, why would I, why do you want me to talk to a firm that's only paying me eighty percent? Because it, it can actually be better. Right. You have to get into the weeds. Right.
0: And that's and that's where we come in. That's where we come in from an unbiased view. You know, I say we don't care where you end up. We do care where you end up. But you have to go to that place and and be happy and be excited and call us in a year and say, Oh my gosh, I never could have done that without you and your team that's that's the excitement for us right so we have to help you get there we can't we can't get it wrong
1: yeah and it's really our job to make sure that you don't go chasing chasing the shiny object or or going down a rabbit hole um and and like stacy said we don't care where you go but we do care where you go meaning that if there's four firm four or five firms that we're having you talk to um, we're not going to have a client talk to a shitty firm right um and we're going to guide our clients on hey here are four firms that we think on the surface um, are good firms for you. Check the
0: most boxes. Right?
1: This one I think is right now where, based on what you've told us, where I think it makes the most sense, but let's go through that process because you may go through that process and you may like another one of the other firms better for, for different reasons, and that's okay. Like we, This is where I say we don't care. We want you to go to the right firm and it's our job to make sure that you have the right information because we worry all the time when we make introduction of a client of ours to a recruiter at a firm or a manager that candidly is just a really good salesperson.
0: And I think one of the biggest topics, and we didn't even talk about this yet, but I know you're going to agree, is is we're going to help you grow your business. We're going to help provide you with lead flow. We're going to um, give you things that don't tell anybody, you know, books to buy, um, practices to acquire, becoming somebody's successor, when in reality, it's a great shiny, that's a shiny object in and of itself. Let us help you uncover, because we know who really have defined plans to do those things, um, to help the advisor grow their business. Again, actions speak a lot louder than words.
1: Yeah, those are things. Um, it's funny when you say, we're going to help you find lead flow. I'm like, I'm like, is that what we're telling our clients now? We're going to get them lead flow? <laughs> um, no, but you, you know, I see, this, I see this a lot with, uh, in the retail space where managers will, will say, well, come to my office and I'm going to help you grow your business because I'll help you buy some businesses. The problem with that is there's a, there's a finite number of advisors that he can, he can offer that to right? That's Um, right. In in their marketplace. So how do you deliver on that? Right. Right.
0: I've seen many advisors make moves. Um, One uh, personal situation where the advisor went to a certain firm and was promised to be somebody's successor, and they're still waiting in many situations. So again, dig deep into those things or allow us to do that for you. We know we know the tough questions to ask. We yeah. know where the, hey, prove it to us, show us how you're gonna provide that to our advisor client.
1: Right, Make sure and make sure that you're choosing the firm that you're choosing for the right reasons, right? Look, they, there may be some firms that do have opportunities for succession right. and all that other stuff, right? There there are, right? But make sure that aside from that component of it, it's still the right firm for you. Meaning in the absence of that that book that you're gonna buy, is, is that still a good firm for you to go work for, right? Is, are your clients gonna still be better off with that firm versus where they are today?
0: Right, look at it holistically. Right. And that's the research and the due diligence working with us that we help you accomplish, not just, well, I heard about this succession opportunity, I'm, I'm gonna go there, I heard about this large deal. It's multifaceted, there's so many layers that go along well, with I, that I'll decision. give you an example,
1: like I, we were, I was working with a firm, someone in senior leadership was basically holding out a, a million dollar book of business. Right, so there was one, one million dollar practice, but he was using it as a carrot for like a dozen or half a million, not a, not a dozen, but basically in the marketplace as the reason why, uh, like as the recruiting tool. Right, the problem with that is if you sh- if you're talking to five advisors about that one practice, how how is he going to tell the other four advisors that they're not getting the book of business after they've committed to join?
0: Right, and especially those that have been there right. for ten years, maybe thinking right. that that's that's my opportunity. I have the relationship, right? Um, and, and so s- that's a, that's new. a great point, right. right?
1: You have to think about if the shoe is on the other foot, yeah, you might be coming over because they're, he's they're waving a, a book in front of you. But once you're there for five or six years, how's that going to work? Is the manager going to give you that book, or is he going to use the next book up to go recruit the next guy
0: as a recruiting tool? Right. right.
1: As the and shiny object. As the shiny object. That's like the ultimate shiny object. I have a book for you. Come get it. Right. You know, um, that's t- totally the, the the ultimate shiny object.
0: Right. Well, um, I always like to say you're you're not buying a car. You know, it's not a transaction. You're taking on someone's livelihood, their clients, their their emotions, their feelings, their finances, all those things we talk about. Um, it's and it's super important. So those are some of the things that we really pay attention to.
1: So um, if you want some great advice and you want to maybe talk talk to a uh, someone who has a master's degree in psychology <laughs> um, uh, and you're really looking to f- and maybe you're struggling with this idea um, and you're looking for some guidance and advice my um, suggestion is to give Stacy a call you can reach her at
0: um, 856-316-7736 right, right. yep. or you, right,
1: you can give me a call at 856-316-4651 and also shoot Stacy an email that's at Stacy at Lee Consulting Partners. That's Stacy with an E. Um, don't forget the E. Um, I'll have to start putting it on your business card. Stacy, don't forget, forget be- the E. Stacy, don't forget <laughs> the E. Um, anyway, so we hope this helped. Uh, listen, we don't advertise. Uh, we have we have firms that want to want to advertise on our show, and we tell them no. It's, it's not a good look for us. Um, so all I'd ask you is to forward this to if you have somebody that you're that you're talking to, and you think they're they're about to make a move, or you're they're talking about looking around and are unsure what to do, you know, just send them, send them our podcast. Uh, that would be a way for you to pay it forward. We're paying it forward by trying to help our advisors as best we can. Um, and uh, don't forget to go to iTunes and subscribe, like, it, like, leave a comment. Uh, I appreciate all the information. Shoot me an email at frank at EliteConsultingPartners.com. If you have any ideas on topics and ideas you want, you want to hear about on the show, we'll be happy to do that. Um, and more importantly, don't forget to follow me on Instagram, which is franklarosa.elite. Um, I crossed fifty thousand followers this week. Um, my goal by the end of the year is one hundred. Um, right on. I'm excited. Um, I like goals and con- and, uh, and and gain. It's like gamification for me. Um, but we we have a lot of great content on there. We post our podcast on there. We also post other some other great content. I think that everybody needs um, in financial services, um, just to so help motivate you and and, and get your mind right. Uh, we, we've done some great podcasts recently, and we're really excited about this, some of the content that we're bringing to the bring it uh, to the audience. So anyway, thanks a lot for joining us, and we'll see you next time.
0: Thanks. Thanks for listening to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. If you're looking for more advice or solutions on any topics in the financial services industry, or you just want to subscribe to our podcast, head on over to EliteConsultingPartners.com
1: slash podcasts.